What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in this week. We have on today Garrett Minyard. He graduated from Smith Town East in 2009. And if you haven't heard of this guy, you need to listen to this podcast episode because he has a crazy volleyball story. We had such a good time talking to Garrett about his volleyball story that we decided to make this a two-part series. So this is part one and part two will be out next week. Hope you guys enjoy it. What high school are you coaching at? Uh, Sachem East in uh, nice. Farmingdale. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You, uh, where did you play? Yeah. I played Smithtown East. Smithtown East. Okay. Do you know Andrew Sanchez? Of course, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sanchez, I go way back. So, oh, what year did you graduate, Garrett? I graduated in 2009. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm older than Sanchez. A few years older than Sanchez. So he was, um, he was just a little kid talking a bunch of smack when I was. Uh, <laughs> When I was in high school, but we we formed a good friendship coaching together, actually, like over the summers and things like that. I just listened to his episode on your guys' show. It was awesome. I love, oh, I love, awesome. Glad you love liked it. Yeah, no, I love what you guys are doing. And So you have an interesting volleyball story. I didn't really know much about you. And then I saw you post that story of you playing for Smithtown East against HM East. <laughs> yep. and, uh, and then I started looking into you and like you've been around everywhere for volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some some really cool opportunities. Uh, volleyball has taken me places, and and uh, super grateful. I just fell in love with the game early and, and went for it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Let's start with uh, Smithtown East, and then we'll we'll start with like the beginning of your career, and then we'll just yeah. go into current day. Honestly, yeah. You want me to just get going on it, or yeah? So, like, when at Smithtown East, like, did you know you were gonna play D one, or how? What was that process like back then? Man, when I was when I was in, I'm gonna take you back years before that even. But I was in, I was at Nessequake Middle School, um, in in Smithtown, and uh, my eighth grade year, um, my one of my very best friend, who you guys both know, John Schmid. Um, oh yeah, he uh, his brother, his older brother Greg was was a serious player. And, um, you know, they, they were trying to tell me, you know, volleyball is this cool thing and you know, I should get into it. I was skeptical or whatever, you know? So I, I mean, I had liked it, like, you know, we're talking about gym class and things like that. Right. But, um, never really understood it. So, so one day John and his dad go, Hey, we're look, we're going to a tournament today at Queens college where Greg's playing and we're going to go watch him play. You're going to come with us. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go. So we go down to Queens College and I walk in the gym and you guys have been to Queens College before have you ever seen that gym I haven't been I haven't either dude sorry so it's massive it's they've got like six courts upstairs six or eight courts upstairs um then they've got like an auxiliary gym in in the basement too so right it's massive so I walk in and this is my first like club volleyball experience and I'm not a player or anything but I'm just watching these guys and Greg was 16 at the time and uh, so I'm watching 16, 17, 18s, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, these guys are – this is insane. <laughs> and, uh, and and I had – you know, you just don't have that perspective until you see it in person. So, I, you know, I, I watched the tournament, and then that was it. I was hooked. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing. You know, I want to play for this club. It was LABBC uh, mm-hmm. where, where they were at. And, um, you know, I'm like, this is it. This is what I want to do. So eighth grade season rolls around, and – you know, I try out for the team and I was, I was an absolute mess. I was just the worst 
athlete of all time. And, uh, and, you know, I was like six feet tall though. And you, it was like a sure shot. I was going to, I made the team. So, um, and it, it was pretty like upfront, like, Hey man, you made the team cause you're tall. Okay. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> you know, I'll take it. And, uh, so, so yeah, you know, eighth grade, I'm the worst player on the team. Don't get a lot of grind. It's all good. I'm just loving the game, falling in love with it and whatever. Uh, you know, I go try out in ninth grade, same exact deal, right? We just had a JV team. We don't have a freshman team. So you guys, you guys may not know, like when, when I was going into ninth grade, that was when they split Smithtown High School um, into two schools, okay. right? So at the time, Smithtown East had no seniors. All the seniors, all the incoming seniors stayed at Smithtown West. And so we had freshmen, sophomores, juniors. Um, so our varsity teams were like, you know, thin, right? And and every, every team uh, in every sport was just like all juniors and sophomores. Um, which is kind of cool because in the, in the years after that, it created this, uh, this like camaraderie where, you know, so now there's a bunch of sophomores and freshmen who had been playing varsity for a long time. But, um, so, so anyway, same deal coach goes, Hey, look, Garrett, you're on the team. Cause I like you and cause you're tall and like, you're not going to play. Right. I'm like, all right, <laughs> sounds good. Here we go. Um, so we do that again. It was the end of my freshman year, uh, Kelly Aiello was the coach at, at Smithtown East at the time. Uh, she was awesome. And boy, was she tough to play for. Um, she had, she had some high standards and she was scary, but, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah, we just finished like our last match or whatever of the year. I walked right up to Aiello, um, and Nucci, who was the, uh, the assistant coach. And I said, Hey, just want to let you guys know, I'm, I'm going to play club this year. I'm going to go try out at LIBBC. And when I get back, uh, I'm going to play varsity next year as a sophomore. And, dude, like, I'm the worst player in the program right now, right? So I just <laughs> go up and then start talking this, and they're kind of, like, like laughing my face kind of deal. Like, all right, yeah, sure. Spent a year playing club and uh, just got a lot better and came back. And, um, you know, we had, like, a little Smithtown booster club camp deal going on in the summer. I'll never forget. I walked in there in between some drills I'm coaching and I just like start hitting some one balls and I was playing middle. Right. And, uh, mm. you know, Aiello is there at the camp and she goes, Hey, come here. She, she's like, I'm going to set you a couple of times. I'm like, all right, cool. So the varsity coach is setting me some one balls, which is pretty sweet. And, uh, you know, I, you know, needless to say, I bounced a couple of balls and she's like, okay, cool. And like, that was it. And it was like, all right, I think <laughs> I did it. You know, I think that was like kind of my tryout before tryout. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, made, made the varsity team as a sophomore, um, didn't play a lick, but was on the squad and was cool. And, uh, me and John Schmid were both the only sophomores on the team, which was, which is pretty awesome. Got our rookie status in early. And, um, we went on to have a really nice career at Smithtown East County championships were the thing at the time. Everyone was, that's all you thought about. It's all you, you grinded for. You wanted to win that County championship. We didn't have Long Island because uh, Nassau was playing in the spring still. So they we never competed against those guys. Yeah. Um, okay. So we was just Suffolk. That was it. That was the end of the line. Um, and so you're just grinding for that. We, we lost in the semis three years in a row um, to some really nice teams. But uh, like those were those were great days, man. Um, if playing at East and, and the the 
shit talk that went on amongst <laughs> all the teams and uh, on like this Newsday forum online. And, like it's crazy to think about. Like technology wasn't really like up to yeah. speed. You know what I mean? Like we're all like typing into a forum, like, and everyone has like hidden names because your coaches are like seeing it too, and they're like, "Who wrote that about us?" You know? And <laughs> uh, it, it's just like it, it was. It was an awesome time. Loved playing against all my club teammates and stuff like that and um you know i'm still pretty close with all those guys from my team so that's awesome yeah that's yeah. really impressive that you were you went from like worst on the team to best in a matter of a year oh dude i was not the best on the team that's for sure well maybe not the best, best i mean like the, the JV guys maybe yeah but yeah. um but yeah it got a lot better for sure just like i said man i just fell in love right and so i just it was all I did. I was, I was either playing or I was like working out or watching volleyball videos. I think there was like 12 volleyball videos on YouTube at the time. And, uh, so I watched all those and, uh, and you know, like my, my stepdad played some volleyball when he was growing up. And so when I first got into it, he, he came, you guys are going to think this is crazy. He came to my room one day and he's got a stack of VHS tapes, right? And he goes, Hey, this is the, this is the entire 1988 Olympics <laughs> on, on VHS. This is crazy. Right. He like, he recorded the whole 1988 Olympics. Oh, yeah. He still had these things. Um, he goes, our men's volleyball team that year was pretty awesome. You're going to watch every match that they played. And I am not going to tell you what happened. And you're going to watch until the end. And I'm like, let's go. So I got to like, bust out the VHS player. I spent like that whole uh, semester of school. I think I was a, I, I was a freshman. Yeah, it was my freshman year. I spent like the whole fall just watching the 1988 Olympics. And, you know, the men wind up winning the gold medal. And I'm like, this is it, man. I want to, I want to be here. I'm like team USA. I want to play pro. I want to do all these things. Like this is, this is the goal. And, um, and so, yeah, there's just like that combination of stuff. It, it, it made me want to get better, you know? Yeah, that's definitely. Cool. Obviously, you had a really, really good high school career. How did the recruiting process start for you? Uh, obviously, we know you ended up at Sacred Heart, but like, what was that journey like? And did you, do you think like your club seasons helped you get recruited or was it more your school ball at that time? Oof, man. You know, I run a club now uh for girls and boys right and so yeah. if anyone ever listened to this i'm just the worst example of how to get recruited of all time and uh <laughs> so take everything i say here with a grain of salt i was a senior in high school and and a couple of my friends like even not you know non-volleyball players they're like oh, i just got you know i just got into uh you know whatever school vanderbilt one of my best friends went to vanderbilt he's like i applied early decision to the to vanderbilt other buddy at U Delaware they're talking about all this stuff and I'm literally mad that we're it's the fall of my senior year and I'm like what you know what are you talking about you gotta <laughs> that's now we gotta do that you know I, I have no I had no idea what the timeline was that was one of the, that's one of the things that stands out like when I think about my recruiting process I didn't really have a lot of insight as to how it worked there was really no one there's no resource of like hey who can help me with this that just wasn't really a thing um so so yeah, it's fall of my, my senior year. And, uh, I go, well, crap, I want to play volleyball in college. Um, I have no idea where, and, uh, I had gotten, 
like a couple letters and things like that in the mail. I think like, you know, they, they, some college coaches are, could check in on like, you know, rosters for local schools and, and clubs and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I got a letter from Newberry, uh, from Riviere, um, from Mount St. Vincent. I don't even know if they still have a team anymore, but they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. my freshman year, I played for them. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. And you, you know who played at Mount St. Vincent was uh, Desi. Yep. Yep. Um, also, fantastic guy. One of my, my favorite coaches. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway. And, and we had a, we used to do this uh, Smith Pound Invitational every year. We would kind of alternate between East and West, like who hosted it. Um, and so one year at West, my senior year at West, I got a, a little business card from the coach at New Paul's. Uh, the guy is still there now and uh you know he he was interested and th- that was like about it right and I was like really set on I want to go play d1 these are all d3 opportunities um I was like verbally committed to go to riv for a while okay um and I think Craig Kolick was a the coach there I think he still is a coach there and um you know I, I was on the phone with him like you know I'm in I'm ready to go and I just started like googling one day in English class I was like just on the computer and I'm like, I'm just going to look up some colleges. Right. So I just like start Googling like volleyball, men's college volleyball and looking at all the schools and I see sacred heart and I'm like, dude, that's like right down the road. You know, it's just yeah. across the island sound. It looks good. The team looks cool. The coach was like great. He just came from, uh, from USC and, um, like kind of turning the program around. I'm like, I think I could play here. Right. So I just send them a DVD in the mail of my highlight video. That was just how you did it. And, um, I'm just like, Hey, I'm interested. And they got back to me within a couple of weeks and, and invited me up for a visit. And I went up and, and, and that was really it, man. It seemed like impossible that I could just be a, a senior in high school and never had thought about this process before. And then just sent a DVD out and it worked. Uh, I don't recommend anyone doing that, but, mm-hmm. um, my DVD though was like my highlight video was all my high school stuff. It was it was no club stuff whatsoever. Um, wow! I actually stopped playing club my 17s year, and wow. uh, so I, I only played 15s and 16s. I played um, about I played one tournament when I was 17, and then I just like kind of decided it wasn't wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. I just wasn't really into the the experience at the time uh didn't didn't have a great relationship with some of the coaches that were there and it, it was just kind of like what was best you know I, I I left the club and tried to go play I tried to go play for academy which had one team one boys team at the time um and a couple of guys were playing there and uh, I tried to go there but I couldn't get released from from LIVBC so I wasn't allowed to like switch clubs in the middle of the season so it was all good I wound up playing like I wanted to play in like adult rec leagues and stuff like that. My junior, my junior senior year, that's my only off season volleyball uh, was just playing rec leagues with old men. And um, I don't know if you guys know uh, Tippy and, and Stacy uh, from LIVBC, but yeah. they were a couple of my coaches and, and uh, yeah, Tippy uh, was the one who was like, Hey man, we play on, you know, we play at this place in Sayville on uh mm-hmm. Thursday nights, you should come down and play. I'm like, all right, yeah. So that was it. And and all my recruiting stuff was from, from my high school ball. So oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's crazy. 
Yeah. So then let's get into uh, Sacred Heart. Is that where you met Josh Eisenberg? Um, Josh and I never played together, actually. Um, really? Yeah, he, he was he's younger than me. So he came in uh, the year after I graduated was his oh, okay. freshman year. Um, and but yeah, I mean, I did meet him there uh, after the fact. He was OK. Uh, I would still like be around and and like, you know, uh, I I'd still live in the area. So just always popping in and checking in on the some of my old teammates, watching some games and of course, you know, run across this Long Island, another Long Island guy at the time there was like we had a, a herd of them. There was everyone was from Long Island during those years, but um, but yeah. So it's Sacred Heart, and you know, show up freshman year, and I, I got recruited as a middle, and uh, that was the only the only position I ever played. Is actually my senior year of high school. I said to my, I said to Coach Ayala, I was like, hey, I just want you to know, like I'm I want to do what's best for our team. Like I like playing middle and whatever, but I am trying to go play at the next level, and and if I'm going to go play D one. I'm probably not going to be a middle. I was, I'm like six, three. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, but you know, I've always loved setting, which is a weird transition for a middle, but we used to do all these like setter middle, uh, uh, clinics at club. And so when you're in there, like I would just jump in and, and do some of the setting stuff sometimes and not do the middle stuff. And so I really like fell in love with that. And then playing a bunch of unstructured volleyball, my junior year and my senior year, like, I, I did just jump in and play other positions and stuff like that. It, it does help you expand a little bit. So I recommend that. But um, anyway, so I told her, hey, look, I'm interested in setting. And she was, she was all about it. She was a setter in college. And, and, uh, and she's like, I could help you with that. Like I could, we could make you a setter. Right. So I started doing a little bit of setting my, uh, my senior year. We ran a six, two for a couple of games and um we wound up like switching out of it, but, but anyway, like this, so when I got to sacred heart, I had only ever played middle in a match and maybe set a few times, but you know, I show up day one of practice and we've got four middles. It's me and three other guys who are six, 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 seven, six, eight. Oh, and, wow. and I'm like, all right, well, I'm definitely changing positions. Cause this is not gonna, this is not gonna work. Um, don't, don't tell those guys, I told you this, but I ran circles around them all for, for a couple of weeks there uh just like just trying to just beat them with speed and then like running around just like i never hit the, one of my favorite things in the middle i never hit the same ball twice i'm not hitting two one balls in a row i'm gonna go hit a gap or i'm gonna run behind for a back one like i just like try to keep them guessing it's my only my only option it just be big so um but anyway it, it only worked for so long and um it was a tough transition, man. Like i was the biggest guy on my high school team i was the biggest guy against most teams that we played um and and i'm like there's only like three dudes who are smaller than me and they're all the the liberos on our team now you know in college um and so i i basically wound up like phasing out of that and uh, i started to play some like right side the freshman year was hard i i didn't play at all not 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 at all i didn't even you know, I had to like plea my case to travel with the team for the first match. We went away uh, to St. Francis, PA, and and you know they were basically like, "You're not going to travel." I'm like, "You know, please let me travel." And I I just I didn't dress. I I did. I wound up traveling. Didn't dress. I was you know shirt and tie type deal. Um, and just like just like learning, man. You just see these guys from other parts of the country, and you're like the hell have I been doing, you know, for the last four years? How did these guys get this good? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I, I would just try to find my find time on the court. Even the practice gym was hard, like just getting on the court. Um, but Hey, like, what do you do? Like you just, you just keep grinding and, and like taking your opportunities. Uh, freshman year flew by, man, because it was, it was a whirlwind, but, um, we had a really nice season. Our, our team made the, made the playoffs, the EIVA playoffs for the first time in school history. Um, that, that year we had a five set win over Harvard to lock it up. It was awesome. And so like, wow. even just being part of it, like just being a part of that and you're like, yeah, I didn't play at all, but like, Hey, this is my team. You know, like you get this little, this little chip on your shoulder. Like, I think we could be good here. And, That's um, cool. yeah, that was, that was, that was my freshman year. I, I wound up that summer. I played a bunch of balls where I met Desi, uh, for the first time. He was my coach at the, uh, Empire State games. I played in the open level of Empire State games, which isn't a thing anymore, unfortunately. And um, we, uh, me and John Schmid, again, we both played on the team. We were the rookies that year. We got to play with all these like Long Island volleyball legends, and and Desi and Rivera were the coaches. Um, so met those guys and like, yeah, I remember you used to, you know, you used to beat us up when you were at Smithtown East. We hated you, but you know, welcome to the team. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was cool to like be on the other side with them and um, got a lot better Went in my sophomore year back to, back to Sacred Heart, got some more grind, still like working. They brought in a sick class. I, I listened to Josh's episode on here. He's talking about that Brazilian outside mm-hmm. Enzo, yeah. Enzo McKenzie is his name. So he's a year, year younger than me. They brought that kid in as a freshman. He is a freaking stud and he just lit up the conference. So now I've, I've made the full transition to being an outside hitter. Um, I have never serve received in my life. And now I'm serve receiving against Enzo, who's, who's, you know, popping a 70 mile an hour jump serve at us. And, you know, you just learn quick. You're just like, you don't have an eye. You're just in the fire. So you just go. Um, and uh, I think my, by the end of my sophomore year, I started to get some, some more playing time on the right side and, and whatever. Um it, it was a way better experience for me, like feeling in terms of like feeling valued and being like actually making a difference on the team. And, uh, after the last match my, of that year, my coach met with me at breakfast, uh, at the hotel. And he told me that he was going to have me be a captain the following season. Um, which was, which was cool. And it was also like a little, I was like, really me? Like, I don't even, you know, I'm not even one of the guys, you know, but okay. And so, uh, junior year did that and, and junior year at Sacred Heart things really kind of hit the fan at uh, at Sacred Heart with our program our coach he left our team he was he was coaching the men's team and the women's team which turned out to be an NCAA violation that he wasn't allowed to do both wow. um, so so after our fall season just like preseason the, the university basically told him like hey you, you have to choose one right and yeah, he chose the women's team because that's a full time job, and the and the men's team was is a part. The head coaching job is a part time position, still mm-hmm. is, I believe. Uh, or actually, they just changed it this season. Oh. But um, so yeah, he took he took the women's job, of course, and and our assistant coach at the time, uh, Danny Gonçalves, who's now the head coach at NJIT, um, he took over as our coach. This was his first experience coaching D one men's volleyball. We had 
Um, we had two, including Enzo, who's our big outside. He got injured that year, stress fractures in the shins. Um, we had a middle transfer to George Mason. Um, and we had our other starting middle. Again, sounds ridiculous. He graduated by accident. He took too many credits in, in the fall and he graduated and he wasn't allowed to play on the team anymore because he wasn't enrolled in, in school. That sucks. Crazy. Right. So it was just like this mess of crap that happened in our, in our, quite frankly, like our program plummeted that, that season. Like we, we lost all the momentum that we had built up. Like we, like the year prior we had built on, um, that season, I, I mentioned my freshman year, we made the playoffs, uh, sophomore year, we make the playoffs. We have a really great showing. We lose our, our first round of Princeton. So it was just like, we're building, 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 and all of a sudden just falls off. And, um, you know, senior year, we get another coach. Now we're up to three coaches in four years. And uh, we get a new coach, actually a guy, um, Josh mentioned him, Kalani, who uh, was a teammate of mine. My freshman year, he was a senior. And so he came in and coached the team. That was an interesting dynamic because me and, you know, my whole class were kind of like, hey, this is, you know, we used to party with this guy. And, and, uh, and you know, we, had, we have a relationship with this guy. We're like, he's our friend. And um, now, you know, it's changing that dynamic. Like, how, how are we going to set the example for the younger guys? That, like, this is our coach. And, like, we got to, you know, and treat him that way. So uh, that was a challenge. Um, I wound up, you know, finally my senior year, I, I played a bunch more um, and, uh, and was, you know, sit, they, he kept me on as a captain, which was cool. Um, we had, a, we had a way better season and brought in a nice freshman class. That was um, the year before Josh got there, but mm-hmm. a couple of other Long Island guys were on that team, like mm-hmm. Travis Von Holt. I don't know if you guys know Travis. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was a freshman that season and, um, and then actually it was the year after all the other Long Island guys came, Chris Lucci and Mike Comins and, yep. uh, and all those dudes. So, so anyway, that was, you know, by, by the end of my senior year, it was, uh, you know, you, I had learned a bunch. I had had four, three different coaches in four years um, and had just still loved volleyball. Although there's a lot of ups and downs and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I had, had an opportunity to compete at a super high level for four years um maybe not win that many matches but get all those good reps in and a lot of great experience having to be a captain on the team that's constantly losing is a challenge and uh and try to keep the guys going and keep them motivated and um just i'd say overall really awesome learning experience for sure yeah it sounds like it. it really does so yeah Obviously, we could tell like you you had like a you have a huge passion for playing volleyball. It's a kind of like a two part question. When did you realize that coaching volleyball was also a passion of yours? Because obviously, you co founded your own club with your wife, right? Yep. Yep. And so, when did you realize that coaching was a huge passion of yours? And also, like, what's your favorite thing about being a coach now? Ah, uh, so I was a. Uh... I was a sophomore in high school. I told you I was working at uh, that Smithtown Booster Club camp, and I was like a I was like a coach in training. So we used to call it a gray shirt. So you didn't get the you didn't get the full shirt. You got a gray shirt only until you were you know old enough. Yeah. I was gray shirting, and I was working with the really little kids, like elementary school kids, 
And uh, I was, you know, I was helping this one little girl with her serve and she just couldn't, she just couldn't serve over the net. And, you know, she was like, she was in like fifth grade. So it makes sense. But um, we're, we're working at it. And I'm like, I'm just, for whatever reason, I'm just like dialed in. I'm like, no, we're going to get it, you know? And, And we just started going and she got, she made her serve over for the first time when I was working with her. And she just like, she lit up, you know, she just lights up and she's like celebrating, gives me a high five. And I'm like, crap, this is awesome. You know, this is, this is the real deal. And I just got really into it. And I start, I kept going back and doing those camps as much as possible. Um, I remember I came home from one of those camps the following summer. I was talking to my mom, my old mom. I think I might be a better coach than I am a player. And she's like, what? I'm like, no, seriously. Like, I, I think I have a knack for this. And uh, now I just stuck with it, right? Like, I, I I did as many camps as I could. Actually, my senior year, the uh, my middle school got a new coach. My middle school team got a new coach. And um, he was the football coach at Smithtown West, Pete Cerullo. And he, me and him had a good relationship because he was uh, a phys ed teacher of mine when I was in, in middle school. Mm-hmm. And he just called me. He, I don't know where he got my cell number, but he called my cell one day at, in January. I was on my way back from, uh, from somewhere. I, was, I remember I was in the car. And, and he, he goes, hey, man, I just took over this team uh, at the middle school. I'm going to be coaching the boys volleyball team. Would you want to come down and help me out? And I was like, no brainer. Like I wasn't playing club or anything. So I had a bunch of free time. And I went down, I used to go there every day after school and me and him coached the team together. I was the assistant coach. And, uh, you know, he didn't know that much about volleyball. He knew a bunch about how to run a team really well. Um, and so I was kind of like leading, leading the charge on the volleyball end of things and doing a lot of the teaching. And he was, you know, managing the team and all that. And me and him would sit down and just talk about coaching for hours and, you know, that was really like, that was my first real coaching gig. I was still in, I was still in high school. Um, and then got the opportunity to keep doing it in college, working camps, uh, all summer, I would coach camps and, you know, on Long Island and, and, uh, and back at school, we would host them at Sacred Heart for girls, boys. Um, so I think I found my passion really early, even when I was in high school and just wanted to always stick with that. Um, and to answer the second part of your question, I, I think now the thing that's the, the most rewarding for me is it's it's just about growth, man. It's just watching kids grow, like seeing them start at point A and being like, hey, don't worry. I was way worse than you when I was your age. And, uh, you know, you can get a lot better. I know you can because I've seen it happen. And I've helped people do it and I did it myself. And um, kind of like watching the journey unfold over time. That's that's my favorite part. Um so it's, it's not really necessarily this immediate thing, but it's kind of a, it's the longer term, you know, I've got kids who I used to coach in club who now coach for my program, uh, which is, that's the ultimate goal is like watching them build that, develop that same passion and passing that on. Uh, so that they want to come back and coach one day. That's really cool. Yeah. So then like after Sacred Heart, I read on your profile that you like went to coach in, in, in Italy. Like what was that about? Yeah. How, how um, did you go overseas? What was the process of you deciding to do that? I, I was, I was, uh, you know, out of college, I was running. 
And that's all for this episode, guys. Make sure you stay tuned for next week. We have part two coming out. Stay safe out there. <laughs>